All right, Dane, uh, I see uh, you and your wife, Hillary, were back on campus for the USC game. Uh, am I correct? Was that a 30th birthday celebration? <laughs> um, it was definitely a 30th birthday celebration and, and celebration at that. Anytime you can get a win over the Trojans. But, um, you know, my birthday fell in the middle of the week. It just happened to coincide with uh, the USC weekend. Uh, and then our firm uh, hosted a, a big tailgate uh, before the game. So it was a lot of fun and always great to be back on campus. What's it like being 30? You're joining the old group. Yeah, you know, uh, things just hurt a little more than they did <laughs> the day before. But uh, beyond that, I mean, life life is good. Uh, nothing to complain about on my end. Uh, so still pretty fortunate, all things considered. Well, what was it like being back? I know you try to get back, what, once a year, once every couple of years? Yeah, I mean, uh, my wife Hillary and I, you know, try and get back uh, a couple times a year, normally for, for a game or two. Um, you know, I, I, it, obviously Notre Dame holds such a special place in our hearts. Uh, you know, we met there, obviously had an incredible experience, you know, playing for the football team there. Uh, my wife and I were married there. So any opportunity that we get back to be back on campus is, is fun for us and, you know, worth the effort of uh, coming across the country. But uh, normally a couple times a year, it's always special. I mean, I can't, ima I can't imagine uh, what more that they can do as far as new construction and development. But it seems like every time we're back, there's a new building that we don't recognize. So that's always fun and exciting for us as well. You know, Dane, obviously your career didn't go exactly the way you wanted to at Notre Dame with, with all the injuries, both your sophomore and junior year. And then, you know, senior year, you got benched at halftime uh, of your first game. But what I was always fascinated about was how you always seem to stay positive and I don't remember you ever being bitter. And then now you're talking about always wanting to go back and everything like that. How did you maintain that level of maturity during those what had to be extremely difficult times? Well, I mean, I think it's a combination of things. And, and uh, not to say that, you know, every day was, was great and easy and, you know, rainbows and butterflies. But I, I really attribute that to, you know, number one, just having great counsel, right? You know, between my family, my friends my wife, my coaches, my teammates, um, you know, everyone that just kind of kept things in perspective. And, you know, I think what's lost on a lot of people is that, while well, you know, we as college football players get to do something that uh, a lot of people would kill for. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's very exciting and everybody wants to, um, you know, have the career that goes to the NFL and you, know, you play in the hall of fame. But, you know, I think just being able to take a step back and just appreciating how cool it was to be at a university and an institution like Notre Dame um, you know, and, and recognizing that as football players, you know, football is something that we do. It's, it's not who we are as people. Um, and, and it's finite for everyone, right? Whether you have kind of the, the career that you have dreamt about since you can pick up a football since you were a little boy, or, um, you know, even if you're only to experience it in, in some capacity or it's cut short, whether it's injury or for other reasons, um, regardless of that fact, you know, you get to always be a part of something that's incredibly special that people would quite literally kill for. Um, and that's bigger than you. And, and I think that that's, I think just being able to remember that at all times is, is kind of got me through the more difficult times. How much did your faith help you get through those tough times, especially the injuries? Well, I mean, I think absolutely. I mean, I think that was probably the forefront of, of uh, you know, what kind of gets you through there, right? I, I think, um, you know, being able to, you know, overcome adversity is, is uh, probably the, the, you know, uh, toughest thing for, for anybody to, to deal with, but, you know, just having, a, you know, having faith in, you know, God and, and having faith in, you know, that there, there's a plan that's much bigger for you and, um, that, you know, that your job while on earth is to try and have the, the greatest impact on others and, you know, be service oriented and, and do all the things that, 
Um, you know, I was raised to, to, to value. I think that's, that's huge, right? And so, you know, you talk about how important your faith is too, but it can't just be lip service when all of a sudden, you know, the rubber hits the road and, um, you know, things don't necessarily go your way, right? I, I think being able to be grounded in your faith both in good times and in bad times, um, you know, I think is, is the important piece of that equation. You aren't Catholic, but you went to Notre Dame High School in Los Angeles, run by the Brothers of Holy Cross, which, of course, have such an important role here at Notre Dame. Uh, you know, do you feel by going to both Catholic high school and a Catholic university helps shape you spiritually? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, um, you know, one of the biggest foundations of Catholicism is really service, right, and service for others. And um, I, I think I always grew up with a strong service orientation, and that was definitely cultivated and fostered through my time at Notre Dame High School and certainly, um, you know, at the university and obviously the Holy Cross tradition um, was something that you, you, know, you learned apart and, and learned about and, and were very much a part of both in high school and, you know, in college. Um, so much so, in fact, that I, I, a lot of the brothers that lived on campus at Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks would actually vacation in South Bend. Um, and so when I got there and when my teammate, Anthony McDonald, who also went to Notre Dame High School with me, um, got to the University of Notre Dame, they'd invite us over to the brother's house and, you know, make us lunch and have us over for meals. Um, so there was definitely, you know, that familial aspect, which, you know, as a, a kid coming from Southern California and having a bit of culture shock, you know, moving to South Bend, um, it was nice kind of having, you know, that, uh, that continuity there. Um, but I, I think that, you know, while, um, you know, it was great to have the opportunity to go to both the high school and the university, what was consistent was really, the, the emphasis on service for others, and, and that just really spoke to me and something that I've always been passionate about. Um, so it, it was definitely a, a, a big part of my experience at the University of Notre Dame. Former Notre Dame quarterback Dane Chris joining us here on our Focus on Faith interview on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays as the Irish get set to face Michigan tonight. Uh, Dane, we talked about your wife, Hillary. Uh, she is Catholic, and she went to St. Mary's. Uh, how, how did you two meet? Um, so that's a great story. So uh, my wife, Hillary, was actually a high school classmate of one of my college former or college former teammates, Jonas Gray. Um, they were uh, in school together, and uh, he was the one who mutually introduced the two of us. There you go. So football plays a big role in that in that aspect as well. Jonas gets the assist for that one, that's for sure. Uh, do you guys have a favorite spot on campus that the two of you like to go to every time you're back? Um, you know, I, I think it's always uh, a, a must for us to, to get on campus and to go, you know, light a candle and say a prayer at the, got, at the grotto. Um, that's always just a, a you know, incredibly uh, special time for us. Um, we love to go poke our head in the Basilica. That's where, you know, we were married. Um, and then really just kind of walk around campus. I, I lived at Morrissey and, and O'Neill while I was on campus, so kind of walking by both of those spots. Um, but I, I really just, you know, I, I like walking around campus at night when it's just quiet and beautiful, but um, the grotto is a, a definite must for us. You mentioned getting married at the Basilica. You had your reception on campus then at, at the Morrison. What what was that experience like of not only getting married to your love of your life, but also doing it at the place that you guys met and, and the place that you kind of shaped who you guys are? Well, I mean, I think it was it was a no brainer for us as we thought about you know where we wanted to be married. It was just a no brainer in that you know our first choice was you know unequivocally. Uh, being married at Notre Dame for a lot of the reasons that you just outlined that, you know, I, I grew up in Southern California. My family's all here. 
you know, we now live here together, but um, Hillary's family is from Michigan. So when we thought about, like, you know, just really the most special place for us where we had, you know, the majority of our love story and kind of lives together, I mean, that was at Notre Dame. And so, you know, we thought that that was the most mutually significant place for the two of us. Um, and, you know, what a dream come true it was for us to be able to accomplish that. And now it's so special for us that, you know, we can go back every time we go back to, to Notre Dame, whether it's for football games or other, uh, you know, events, we, we can kind of relive that day a little bit. And, and that's great for us. And, you know, hopefully some, you know, someday, God willing, we'll be able to take our kids there and show them where mom and dad got married. So, um, you know, that's always going to be something that's, that's really special to us. And we consider ourselves very fortunate and lucky to have that opportunity. Former Irish quarterback Dane Chris joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Uh, can't not ask you about Notre Dame versus Michigan. Uh, you played in a, a wild battle, one that you actually got hurt in, and, and then you rallied the Irish back in 2010, but Michigan got you guys in the end. What were your memories of that one? Well, I mean, uh, you know, that was certainly a, a crazy game for us for a whole host of reasons. I mean, I think, you know, the, my uh, – most fun memory, I guess, coming out of that would be, you know, throwing what at the time was a record for longest touchdown uh, in Notre Dame Stadium to Kyle Rudolph, um, which was a blast. And uh, but that whole game, I mean, was was such a battle. But I think that's true of any rivalry game that you go play in. So, um, you know, while there's definitely some mixed feelings, you know, as it relates to Michigan, it's always, you know, a fun opponent to get ready for and prepare for. Um, so, you know, it it was uh, a lot of fun playing against those guys and uh, cool opportunity. You know, that that game was before all the concussion stuff came out. I've always wondered this, and I don't think I've ever had a chance to ask you this. That game's played in 2018. You coming back in the second half? <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I, I'm don't. i not a third-party physician, or physician uh, consultant there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure. Um, that, that wasn't, uh, you know, different times for sure. Um, but I, I, I'm sure I would have done everything in my power to be back on the field. Um, but that's a different day and age. <laughs> that's true. Um, you know, it's interesting that Ian Book has won so many games these last two years, yet getting a lot of criticism. Um, what are your thoughts on that as someone who's been in his position before, seen the success he's had, and yet people are like, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know if he's good enough to lead this team to, to where we need them to lead us to. You know, it's um, you know that's that's part of the gig, and and Ian knows that, and you know every quarterback that's ever played at Notre Dame knows that. That you know the the quarterback in Notre Dame is always going to get way too much credit and, and way too much blame, but that's just part of the nature of playing quarterback at Notre Dame. Um, you know, everybody loves the two. That's that's just how it goes, and that's you know historically what it will always be. But um, you know, as I've watched Ian, uh, you know, what I've really appreciated is just you know how he takes care of the ball. Um, he's incredibly efficient. Um, you know, I know that the offense has, has had some struggles at times, but that's true of every offense. And, you know, you, you work through those lulls. But um, you know, I think I've just been most impressed with his ability to take care of the football. Um, clearly, he's the leader on that team and, and on that offense. I mean, guys really rally around him. You know, and he does all the little things that I don't think really get captured in the stat sheet, right, whether it's extending plays or – you know, um, understanding, you know, how to protect his body, right? When to get down, when to sell out, right? And take a hit in, in you know, the median, in an attempt to extend a drive. So, I mean, I think he does so many other things beyond just throw touchdowns and completions and move the chains that I think get lost on a lot of people that, you know, he's going to always have to deal with some sort of criticism, um, whether, you know, he plays the perfect game or not. 
Um, that's just part of the experience, and I know that he's got great, uh, you know, great mentor in you know Tommy Reese, who's there now, who lived it and can really um, shed some light on what that experience is like. So I think that's a huge, huge thing for Ian to have, you know, in the football building, you know, where he's got a guy that he can relate to and talk to about what that experience is like. And then, you know, just walk a couple doors down the hall and talk to Ron Paulus, who's also there and can shed light on that experience and what it's like to play quarterback at Notre Dame. So nothing, you know, there, there's the resources for him there. And I'm sure he'll navigate that just fine. Finally, Notre Dame, Michigan in the big house. What's your prediction? Uh, I think it's a win for the Irish. I mean, I think, you know, coming off of a bye, you know, you hopefully get some guys that um, were either a little banged up or um, just, you know, that much more healthy um, you know, big, big game, big stage in the big house. Um, I'm sure, you know, it'll be a fun, enjoyable, you know, atmosphere for those guys to play in. But, you know, I've just been really impressed with, you know, how uh, both sides of the ball have played complimentary football this entire year. Um, you know, I'd expect, uh, you know, 14-point victory for the Irish here. I think they win big. Ooh, 14 points. Look at you. All right, uh, Dane, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we, we appreciate it very much. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. Thanks to Dane Chris, former Irish quarterback, now a financial advisor out in Los Angeles. Uh, so uh, appreciate him coming on. Kevin, anything stand out to you from that conversation? Well, I think it's neat that he uh, met his wife there. And mm-hmm. again, I proposed to my wife at the Grotto, so it's a cool, special place for me. And then not in the same breath, but in the same breath, that I, it's interesting that he said that everything comes to an end, you know, the, especially football career Um yeah, there's going to be a last season somewhere in there. So it's kind of neat to see them all grown up and and moved away. Dane mentioned getting married at Notre Dame. You too can host an incredible wedding weekend at Notre Dame with venue ND, once-in-a-lifetime experiences, and wonderful settings made for making memories that last forever, from rehearsal dinners to wedding receptions to farewell brunches. Make a tradition of your own by calling venue ND at 574-631-1400 or visit weddings.nd.edu. Remember, you don't have to be a Notre Dame alum or employee to have your reception at Notre Dame. Have your wedding at your local church and then your reception on campus. What a beautiful combination. All right, we are running well behind time, so it's going to be the ultimate game day sprint coming up. Our predictions for Notre Dame and Michigan right after this and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Does debt have you down? Are you worried about your credit cards, your mortgage, or keeping your car? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can help. Our people are trained to be financial physicians. They can give you a checkup, help you to heal, and then stay healthy. Don't be embarrassed, it's why we exist. When your body is sick, you go to see a doctor. When your finances are sick, you go to see the friendly folks at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? We know you like football, so do we. We're TireRack.com, and this is our version of a two-minute drill, except it's only 30 seconds. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day, free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Touchdown! Touchdown! 